Last time on Cruelly Drawn Swords. They do have this situation going on in the city uh, whereby the water is running out, so we could go and sort that out on their behalf. I forgot about the side quest option. Your engineer guide, whose name is Fine Trieste. I think it's really important that we bully this one. No, that that that's not that's not how we roll. Fine. If any word of this gets out at all, we let's just say we're gonna come for you. <laughs> okay? You come to a rockfall. Don't move the boulder. Let's get the other side of the rockfall. You had to kind of go round the mountain, then there's this zigzag track up to the dam that you saw in your vision, Percy. From the dam, you can see a tunnel with steam coming out of it. Right, would you want to go and sort out the sluices? The lake here slowly but perceptibly starts to go down. You hear a roaring sound from the tunnel, and then there is a massive gout of flame comes rushing out of the tunnel that then forms itself into a humanoid figure, perhaps 20 feet tall, made of solid fire. Well, there's your problem right there, Fines. It just makes this roaring sound bambering. You hear... What are your instructions, Master? Uh... Hey, hey, buddy! Ask what you did to call him. I was clawed by the blood of fire. Oh. Piss. Hey, Fire Demon, what's your name? Canwell. Trevor, got it. Where am I meant to learn all these things? I have no idea about any of this. Ah, come, come with me. me. Um, Bam Bambri. So this way, come, come with me. It's all right, I'm a friend. This is fine. <laughs> When you get up to the top of the hill, you're at a very similar place to where you saw in your vision, Percy. Hmm. The river flows down the waterfall that you just ascended beside, and a little further up is a lake, which is the confluence of various smaller mountain streams coming down from the higher mountains. On your right is this old gateway. It looks like a trilithon. Is that like a type of dinosaur? There are two big supporting stones and then a single lintel stone above it. And it's very dark inside, but on the pillars and the lintel are very old inscribed carvings, some of which, Percy, you would recognise from your research. Some are actually very similar to the stone that Delutez had that you uh, accidentally received recently. Hmm. It okay. says, ye um, oldie tanning salon, <laughs> wear goggles. <laughs> and then there's some runes underneath and it shows people just getting a tan and a big fire demon just wafting their palms at them. I thought it was like a leather shop. <laughs> it's like a leather shop, yes. All tanning salons are. The blood of fire may follow me. The others of you may not. Are you sure about this, Bambri? 
Yeah, do you know what? At this stage, I'm kind of giving up any any pretense that I'm going to understand anything in the world. So yeah, fuck it. I'll just uh, I'll just wander off with this strange demon in through this dark passage. I mean, stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger yeah, danger. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. Uh, if I don't come back, just adopt a different, like hilarious little child sidekick and uh, and know that I at least liked one of you. All right, bye. Which one? He means me. Yeah. It's clearly me. Good luck. And they march off into this dark corridor. And you see the flame and Bambri vanish into the corridor. And then after a while, you can't see them, even though they don't seem to have gone around any corners. It's almost like the darkness has somehow covered the brightness of the fire. Was that sensible to let him go in? In hindsight, I, I, it doesn't seem like completely sensible, does it? I mean. I, get- I know back in the day I used to say that I'd be fine because I was a main character, but I think if any of us are expendable, it's Banbury, so I'm not <laughs> so sure that keeps him safe as we well. We should see if we can train up fine yeah. to be our psychic, just in case. Yeah. Right, Percy, I, uh-huh. I've got some questions. So as I understand it, you saved... You, you mentioned that Lutez has some control over fire, potentially. I mean, control's a strong word, but, uh, but I believe that Lutez shares a lineage with... Bambri, and that is associated with fire. He, well, you think he's Bambri's dad, basically. Because Bambri seems to think that's his dad. I mean, that's a good working assumption. I know that they share a lineage. So how do you know Hector? So when I joined the, the church and I, I started my training, then, um, I mean, obviously there were, there were a number of us that, uh, that all trained together, and myself and Hector worked on some joint research. He actually stumbled upon some things, and it piqued a certain interest. But it was a bit too much for, for just him on his own to get his head around. So we both started having a look at it. Um, and it was all associated with the, the lineage of fire. Now, one of the things that you must appreciate is that carries are called the, the Diabolist caused all manner of fury and destruction. And since then, the, the church really has been rather down on these things. Now, things have, things have moved on, but there's still a general understanding that um, those things are frowned upon, uh, which perhaps is, uh, you've probably occasionally heard Bambury talking about how the church does, don't like witches. Well, it's not that not witches as, as such that they don't like, is my understanding. It's things that might be associated with this sort of raw power that brought about the, the end of an age last time it, it was unleashed. There was a key moment uh, during our research, if you like, where we we realised that, yes, it's probably important, and actually it's probably important in some imminent way. As you can see from the things that are going on around us, there's something at, at work again, something more than just the general politics of human kingdoms and maybe even the, the elves and the dwarves and, and whoever else might be around it as well, which made us think, so how, how do we use it? Why might this be important? Hector thought that the power that was connected to the, the blood, whatever else you, you want to associate it with, he thought that that was sufficiently important that it should be controlled, it should be brought to bear as a tool, a weapon, whatever else it might take. And so he was interested really in finding those of that lineage and rather cracking them open and binding them to, well, in the end, his will and those of his followers. I, alternatively, rather set myself up as somebody that wished to defend the members of that lineage against such attempts. 
And that's where we find ourselves. So what we're effectively saying is that Bambi may be a descendant of the Diabolist. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Hector obviously wanted to turn that into a weapon, as all evil villains do. Hector was a good friend of mine. I don't want to cast him as a, a clear villain. I mean, I, yes, he certainly lost his way, but I, I think yeah. that he thinks he's acting for a higher purpose. Uh, again, that's the key words of a true evil villain. But so do goodies. The goodies say the same thing. Yeah. I, 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 yes, I, I would say that. The same thing as as well. I know preventing him from doing that is acting for a, I believe, higher purpose. Truth be told, if I had managed to clearly establish a very clear lineage to the Diabolist, the church itself would take a view on that. So the church doesn't didn't know about your individual research? No. Again, I'm going to glance around, make sure no one's nearby. So this is effectively crazy top secret information. Yes, I mean, if we can so, give yeah. it that classification, yes. So potentially, what do you... Well, Banbury's not here, we can be frank. And I think this is the point where if any of us have any secrets, like if, you know, whether we've been <laughs> studying fire magic or if we were a princess of the realm, then we would just lay everything on the table mm-hmm. right now. Let's just let's just clear the air and work okay. it out. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, um, I'm not a princess of the realm. Enigma, have you been studying any fire magic? I've been studying fire magic for ages. Okay, well, that covers I've been doing neither of those things, and I'm, I'm not a princess in that sense, certainly. Really? Ambry, you pass through this trilithon into a tunnel. Canwell goes ahead of you, and its glaring flame kind of illuminates the walls. And as you go on, it feels as though the walls get further away. You can feel that the temperature's rising, but you don't feel too hot. You just know it's getting hotter. And the walls seem to be passing away, but at the same time, it feels as though the ground is dropping down each side of the path until the path seems to be suspended over a chasm. You see that you're going towards a shape which is at first hard to make out, but the path widens and you can see flickering angles. And as you get closer, it becomes clear that it's an obsidian structure, a building of some kind made of black glass that's reflecting in these sharp angles the light from Canwell's figure, and it leads you, and it says, This is the Bridge of Flame. This is a place where the route to the Flame Eternal is thin. It was once a temple, belonging to a people long forgotten. What kind of people? Like, mortal human people? I don't get why the elements have, like, mixed in with humans. This knowledge is part of the recollection of fire. It is not given to many to know, because... The fire consumes as it burns. Its memory is the consumption of the event. Ah, oh, Percy was cryptic and now you're cryptic. Why won't anyone give me a bloody straight answer? This is the literally the exact simple clear truth. The action of flame is to consume. Consumption is destructive. The flame destroys. But it also nourishes and provides. He leads you towards this building and there's an archway. And inside it's lit with flame and you can feel that it should be intensely hot, but you feel absolutely comfortable. Camel says, This place can gift you something of your heritage. Enter the bridge. And he steps ahead of you through this archway and turns and beckons to you. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, whatever at this stage. I don't understand what's going on, so sure. 
Let's go over this bridge. As you come through the arch, you feel a wash of heat across the ground. And as you step through the archway, it opens up into a rectangular room. And from each side, rushes of flame come along the ground and just spiral up and around you. And you find yourself wreathed in flame. And you still feel quite comfortable. It's just off your skin. And Camwell says, I am not made to teach. I am a pair of hands to act in the world. I can move and change and create and destroy. But this place will explain. And it kind of places its hands on two small pillars. And its demeanor somehow changes. Its whole body starts to change form. Eventually it just stops looking human at all, and it's an arch of fire. And then within the arch is a pillar of fire. And it speaks, but it speaks with a different voice. And it says, Welcome, Blood of Flame. How would you be known? Banbury, I guess. I mean, do I get a name badge, or, or what's, the, what's the situation there? Banbury. And... You feel a connection between it and you. And as the connection is made, not only can you see it, you can also see the walls around you in detail, where before they were angled shapes. Now you can see the exact shape of them and the shape of the flame that made them. You can see the form of the fire that melted sand into glass and formed the glass of these walls. And it's all available to you if you just study them for a moment. And when you use discern realities, you can now always ask what fire is or has been here as an extra question. And you can ask that even on a failure. So who here is in charge? So you say, Trevor, you still around? Trevor? The voice says, Termil has gone. Right. He said that the power of the bloodline had summoned him to... Am I in a different plane right now? You are in a space between. You are in an interstice. Are you in charge here? Who am I addressing? I am the voice of the Flame Eternal. Okay, you're the voice of a Flame Eternal. Hello, I'm Brambury. I'm the voice of an angry teenager. I, I'm having a really shit week, if I'm entirely honest, uh, voice of the Internal Flame. I had a lot of stuff set up in my head on how cool certain things are going to be. Turns out they were bollocks. People I've trusted seem to have been lying to me about things. I've now found out I've got some kind of bloodline that makes me even more of a pariah in society. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why a bloodline can summon uh, the Flame Eternal. I don't understand why the Flame Eternal is mixed with mortals. There's an ice elemental who's trying to destroy my my land. My it, It's going to attack and it's going to insurge in my woods where I live. My mum, more importantly, lives and I want to stop it. Do you know anything about that? From the heart of the elements. We would not attack or destroy your world. You wouldn't, but some... Have you heard of Ulumbriar? She's an embodiment of the Ice Eternal, I'm guessing? Ulumbriar, damaged and damned though she is, she will not attack your people. I mean, she is actively attacking my people. Are you saying... Can you see my world? Can you see every flame that's in my world? She's attacking my people. She, there's torches out on the front lines that soldiers have. Can you not see through them? There is war, there is tumult, there is flame and fire and death. Ulumbriya does not control that. Who, who controls that? The blood of ice. Okay, so who's the blood of ice? Is that not Ulumbriya? Who are you, Bambury? I, I'm evidently the blood of fire, not that I knew this. Uh, are you at war with ice? Is this something that you, inherently your elemental 
plane is adverse to that one, or do you not care? It is more that we exist in balance. Should we collide, whichever is greater would burn the other out. Well, I'm telling you right now, but at the moment, it's not in balance. The bloodline of ice is rampaging, and the bloodline of fire is nowhere to be seen. So you need to empower some shit up right now. In fact, wait, 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 wait. I see the blood of fire before me. Yeah, but it I'm not the on their level. They're waging war and causing destruction. I'm plebbing about with an idiot that isn't as good as the, like the dandy, a guy that's seemingly lying to me, and some lady that's got a concussion so bad she literally cannot remember she's a princess. I am not on their level. The world is out of balance. Elementally, it's out of whack. Is there other people, the, like the bloodline of fire? Are they going to surge forth and, and, and defend the lands? There is one other. Ah. So can you see how many of the bloodline of ice are out there? That is not knowledge granted to the flame. Is there other elemental bloodlines out there? There are other elemental bloodlines through existence. They are all few. Did you exist before the Fae, before the Elves, before any of this? Are you some kind of primordial sentient being? I was before the Elves, but created by the Fae. Whoa, you're created by the Fae? All things were created by the Fae. Oh! Theirs is the first will and the original power. Well, that's, uh, that's news to me, buddy. That's not ideal, is it? Theirs is the force to change. There are other wills who have force to hold and to maintain. Yeah, no, I get it. They were all about chaos and creation, and now stability reigns. I, I get that. So are you, you were created by the Fae. Are the Fae still in charge of you? Can they still control you? Can they still summon you? The Fae will summon fire. But that does not make fire the Fae's servant. So the Fae, some Fae that I'm not allowed to na name by name, although I'm not even in their plane, I'm somewhere else, so I don't know if it matters. They subdued and trapped Ulumbriar maybe a thousand years ago. I don't know enough about this with fire. Is that fire you control? Can you stop that fire? Can you snuff that out? It is not a true flame. It is a different form. We've got this, uh, we've got this sword, which is part of Ulumbriar, and it's, it's magically powerful it. Every time it touches ice or water, it, it has some kind of inherent control over it. You're the element of fire. Every, every weapon is forged in flame. Could you destroy this? I feel its closeness. It sings and calls to its heart, to the heart of the ice. Its voice is dulled. It is not like a sword forged in flame. It is a sword grown from the need for a weapon. But if it's created purely by will, and she's lost it, then surely she can will it out of existence and will herself another one and defeat these fake flames that are trapping her. Why would she care about it so much? Because the part of her will that she used to create it remains within it. If we destroy it, does it make her less powerful? It may make her more powerful. Ah, what the... Uh, uh, what? I just want some easy wins here. Come on. Okay, the bloodline of ice. You're saying Ellen Briar isn't the one causing this war and it's the bloodline of ice. I cannot see it for certainty, but our place is not to intervene in the world. And the bloodlines have an ability to manipulate our power in a way that would allow them to move worlds if they so desire. Wait, the people with bloodlines have the ability to move worlds, so I've got the ability to move worlds. When you claim that you have nothing to equal them, believe me, Banbury, you have 
what it takes to equal well, that's them. great and all, but no one gave me a bloody rule book, did they? So I've got no idea how that works. It's, it's all great saying you've got this amazing power. If you have no idea you've got that amazing power, no idea how to utilise that amazing power, you actually don't have that. I mean, I'm sorry if I'm coming across rude here. I've had a very bad week. You have great wit for a human. You have the spark of ingenuity within you. Your fire burns brisk, but tumultuous. What do you need from your bloodline? Right now, what can fire bring to you? Everything in the world that happens, happens for a reason. And again, we don't understand any of this. And every time I think I'm beginning to get a grasp, something else happens and I get less of a grasp. I don't understand it. I thought I had a, a reasonable idea of what was happening. Every day for the last couple of days, I've had less and less understanding of what's happening. This latest development is just... Good. I'm a, I'm a depth here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to use any of this stuff. I definitely don't feel like I'm up to the challenge of, like, ending... Ugh. What can you give me? Don't ask what your Banbury can give to you. Ask what you can give to your Banbury. You will be able to see and sense fire now in a way you couldn't before. You will be able to manipulate it. These are things that are, were born to you. They are your heritage, and they are what you deserve. Beyond that... You must learn to turn your tumult into a hot flame. I mean, you're going to have to tell me what tumult means. I've lived a very basic life in the woods. <laughs> you're using a lot of long words there, buddy. Bambury. Flame guy. Imagine the rage you feel, your anger and confusion. The average teenage anger and confusion. Got it. Yep. I have been many candles and many torches and witnessed many confused teenagers. You're turning it into an art form. But within you, this confusion and anger works against itself. As you become able to work with yourself, you will find that that becomes power, that that heat becomes flame, and that flame can change the world. I will gift you something that will allow you to develop as your need arises. Am I going to need an adult here when you do this? Because this has got... This has got weird. I do not have your concept of weird. I see flame and its absence. The memory of flame and the potential. And out of the ground in front of you, a triangle of glass rises and it's white hot as like this needle of black obsidian and the top is clear and it just melts away. And lying there is what looks like a small bowl. In the bowl are what basically look like 13 mildly glowing marbles. And it says, when you need your power, use one of these and the flame will be with you in the form you need. 13. 13. How long am I expected to live with 13 things? Each of these pearls of knowledge is not only the thing, it is the knowledge of the thing. And the understanding of bits of, of information they pick up later. Got it. I'm going to ask you three questions, and then I'm going to sort off. One, am I immune to fire now? Yes. Oh. Well, I'm going to say, of all the things that today <laughs> could have bought, I was expecting a no there, and I'm pretty chuffed with that. Two, can you give me a straight answer on how to defeat the, or at least put back in its place, the bloodline of ice? Or give me any useful information on them? Ulumbriar is harmed and damned and held captive by ancient history. Faye, 
and terrible misfortune. Yep. Losing to the Fae. Got it. I mean, you say trapped. She attacked us hundreds of miles away in a city. She's not that trapped. You were attacked by the power of ice. But not Ulumbriar inherently. That was the... That's something else, is it? That wasn't Ulumbriar attacking us. Ulumbriar's power, but not Ulumbriar's will. So this is... It's effectively like those people that are in the blood element of ice using the element of ice to attack us in the same way that if I attacked a city, I'd be using whatever the named essence of fire was to attack them. That is correct. However, the power of fire is not confined and held in one place. It is spread through every fire in the world. If you could hold a great part of the power of fire captive, it would give you a deep well of power. Okay, can I, can I do that? Can I just summon uh, Trevor back again? Now, you're not going to know who Trevor is, I realise, and I didn't actually listen to what his name is. So this brings me to my third question. Can I get back here somehow and ask more pertinent questions at a later point when I've had time to think about this? This place will always be here. How do I get to it? The same way you got to well, it. I need to walk to this today. specific mountain and walk through it that. It is a place. Ah, oh, well, I'm never coming back to this then, am I? I'm sodding off. I'm doing Malahim. We've got a booking. There are other places where the boundaries are thin, and you will know where they are. Right, well... You will sense and feel them in the same way you feel this place. Now you have been here, you'll recognise them. But no, there are also places where the boundaries are wider and deeper, and where your power is harder to reach. Yeah, probably when I need it the most, I deeply imagine. Well, thank you, Eternal Flame, whose name I didn't ever get. You've been as cryptic as every other adult influence in my life in the recent couple of days. I'm going to go now. Uh, is there a goodie bag or just these marbles? Those just these marbles are a goodie bag of extraordinary power. Yeah, no, I get that. I didn't get a balloon or anything, though. There has seldom been a bag of greater goodie. <laughs> You want a glass balloon? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say no. I'm going to see you later when I uh, next find the cliff and want to <laughs> come back and, uh, you know, do this again. Farewell. So, I'll see you in my 30s. Toogaloo. So, we think Fambry may be related to the most powerful... Fambry arguably... emerges from the cave. Oh, Fambry! That melon was, was about... so big! Oh man, and then it was, it wasn't even on fire or evil. No. It was so nice. It's surprising how often that happens, actually. That's, uh... Yeah. The funny thing about the way Banbury looks now is that he's basically just soot stained. You know, the way that. Um, <laughs> in cartoons. You know, the way that someone up. looks in a cartoon after they've been in the centre of an <laughs> yes. explosion. Nice. Banbury basically has that appearance somewhat. <laughs> There's kind of scuffs of soot over his robe, which is now kind of... In fact, his robe is almost completely black. <gasps> Bambri the Black. Been sniffing coal, boy. Uh, Bambri's going to take his hat off, which then reveals his bald head underneath. And he's going to wipe... What happened? He's going to wipe a bit of the soot away from his mouth and his eyes on his, the inside of his hat and then put his hat back on. Uh, he looks briefly like a kind of chapstick or something. But yeah, he's just very smudgy. Kind of greasy. He's smudgy. He's not greasy, actually. In fact, he smells a little bit smoky. Nice. I like that smell. Like a bonfire. It's a strong look, Bambi. And, you know, <laughs> if, we need a, if we need a really big pencil, then I, I guess we can tip you up and scribe out something with your, your bald head. I kind of I, assumed I you guys would be going to go and help that lady 
get the blockage gone. Well, she's the engineer and I'm just one man, as is yeah, Tristan but, oh, and Enigma okay. is also just one woman. Um, Wait, what? Sexist. She could be a man. You could be a woman. I, I don't think she, Enigma, are you... Uh, she, Even if she was, she wouldn't tell us, would she? Let's face it. Uh, yeah, Enigma, cards on the table. Are you a man? <laughs> no. <laughs> not this type. Okay. I mean, well, that doesn't really wait, clarify I, the matter. No, you know, she, <laughs> so, uh, she doesn't tell the truth about being a princess, so... We, uh, we're going to go help that lady? I mean, we are getting paid Quite a year's memory. wage to go and do that. What did you find yeah. out in the scary mountain? Uh, maybe, maybe on the way you could maybe tell us a little story. Yeah, yeah all right. Let's try. Once upon mm. a time, there was a princess of the realm. Don't she got hit in the head story. so many times that she died. And then her friends went into the realm of the dead, but they didn't know her actual name. So when they said, who are you here to retrieve? They said Enigma. And so, when they came back, they actually just brought back Enigma, and the princess actually died, and just the remnants of some kind of idea that was Enigma came back. Holy crap, what if that's what happened? It seems unlikely. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's the story I'm going to tell. Let's wander down the road. Yeah. Banbury, we're kind of having a all-cards-on-the-table moment, so... What was in the cavern? Tell us. Are we? Oh, I missed that bit. Anyone yeah. want to tell me anything else cavern. about me that I didn't know? No. No, let's go and clear those rocks. I think you were probably right first time, man. I mean, we can just skirt over this interesting part of the story, or we could say, Banbury, what happened in there? At least tell us a little bit. He's going to tell us while we're walking towards the blockage and while we're working. So we're like, you know, busy little bees and hearing a story at the same time. Yeah. When we're working the blockage, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I mean, you guys have fallen for the oldest trick in the book. This is classic distractionary technique here. Oh, look over there, something shiny. (laughs) Oh, what? Where? <laughs> I'm going to run towards where he's pointing. Look over there, a blocked drain. Oh, my God. Get the yellow Woo-hoo. pages. Let's go do plumbing. Okay, right. at least tell us where Kevlar is. Uh, um, yeah, seriously, uh, Bambi, I, I am interested in what happened in there. Um, you, you've come back. I have come back. So that's that's a positive. Yeah. Um, I, I take it it was re- yeah. the Trevor was relatively benevolent. Yeah, like, Trevor was in. fine. Trevor just kind of sodded off, and then I chatted to some eternal flame. About stuff. Okay. And what did the what did the eternal flame? And what was it? An actual flame, or yeah, was it some it was kind an actual of flame? Elemental. It said it was a flame. Told me some right. vague stuff. Look, to be honest, do you need to know? Is it yes. a need to know basis? Yeah, is well, it something where you need yes, to know right yes. now? We're all going to nod. Yeah. Yes. 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 It let's, is. L- yeah. Let's say it is. I mean, re- realistically, it was your standard. You are the chosen one kind of stuff. I got a goodie bag full of shit. Uh, it gave me some bullshit about... Yeah, it, it, I mean, that's not really a goodie bag. That's, that's very much a baggy <laughs> yeah, bag. I was going to say Boundary, yeah. It, it's like how I assume if I had a parent figure that hadn't really hung around, like a bloodline that had been like, oh, actually, we do care about you. Uh, here's some special stuff. Uh, here's some vague things to show we're interested in you. Now kind of go away. We'll pick you up on Sunday and take you to the park. That kind of thing. That's how it panned out. Like, nothing interesting. Fire. Which park? Which park? I don't know. This park. I have to come back to this specific hill if I ever want to see them again. I said we were busy, and it kind of shrugged. So now I've got some marbles to play okay. with to go along with my bloody stupid cards and a stupid mirror. you got some marbles. Yeah, just, I don't need a bag of rocks. I've got a bag of aimless other shit that I have to carry around constantly. That's yeah, where you'd lost your marbles. Yeah, I'm the one enigma that's lost my marbles. <laughs> no. I mean, he's, he's got your I mean, enigma. 
Yeah. Also, mm. don't think you can put that bag of rocks down. The paladin training <laughs> isn't over. Don't try and casually put them to side. I don't think I'm really built to be a paladin. Turns out I'm built to be a chosen one. It turns out, uh, Enigma, your not sister was probably like bang on. So yeah, although weirdly, I think I need to have a twin. Did, you're a chosen. Did she say you were a chosen one? Yeah, she did. She was like, "Who's this guy? He must be your chosen one." Oh yeah. When you say you you need to have a twin, what, so what do you mean fire, by that? Like, all right, I was just going to try and keep this secret, given you kept the secrets from me for months. But you're just going to badger me, seemingly, and I can't... <laughs> Listen, yes, I kept some things a secret, but, I mean, look, at Enigma is so deluded she's denying her own identity. Enigma. I mean, you are, you are literally a kid, as you like to remind me all Either the time. Enigma is so deep undercover, she's forgotten. Or we have legitimately brought Enigma back from the land of the dead, and the princess is actually dead. Either way, Enigma has been mm. with us, he's been solid... Enigma's reliable as Enigma. I think maybe we need to give up now. We've just got to accept. Like, we never knew Enigma was a princess. Fine. She isn't a princess. She's Enigma. Enigma is this person here who has fought beside us, who has died Sometimes. defending us. Let's just respect that and move on. How come you're being nice to me now? Is this something that the Eternal Flame said, or just something that you're spouting <laughs> off because you want to avoid the answer to the question? Percy, I love Percy. He's the best. I really think, given we're being paid for like a year's service and all this stuff, we should be helping that lady. Again, I refer to Percy's previous remark. Banbury, continue with what you were saying. You need a twin. We thought the elves gave us like little to go on. The, the, the Eternal Flame's been there for forever. Like, the Fae seemingly... Okay, so this is big news. Are you all, all sitting down? You're not sitting down. I'm walking with you. So the Fae created the world. Whoa! Whoa! Newsflash! Whoa! Well, we knew that. I have no idea. So, oh, did we? I never asked. Okay. Mm, I don't know. Either way, the Fae created the world, and they created the okay. either the intelligence in the elements or the elements themselves. I don't know. But either way, they, I don't know why there's bloodlines. I don't know whether bloodlines have the power to, to summon. I don't know how Delutes summoned this thing. I don't even know if Delutes did summon this thing. All I know is uh, fire isn't directly at war with ice, but the two of them kind of keep each other balanced. So there's, it isn't Ulumbriya that's the problem. The, the problem is the elemental bloodline of ice is manipulating Ulumbriya and her followers, and is actually probably the power base, and they're the reason why it's suddenly kind of sprung up. They're the reason that's kind of pushing it and, and causing all this shit. So to counter that, there's got to be a bloodline of fire, of which seemingly there's me and that Delutes guy, and um, we're going to push it back. Now, I don't, I don't really want to work with that chump. I don't even want to see that chump, if I'm entirely honest. And I... I yeah. I that's, that's literally all the information I got. And I got I mean, this bag of stones. It seems like pretty critical information. Yeah, I mean, that, that's Quite probably the biggest revelation of everything we've done so far. So to keep that to yourself, yeah. if you'd had the option, would have been really bad. But he didn't. By this point, you've kind of got to the tunnel. Damn it, we're walking slowly. Now we've reached there. With it. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'll just forget all this later. As... The rest start to get work here. I just want to pull Percy to one side quickly just and just ask shit, him. Um, for all this, how, yeah. how do you explain to Bambri the, the whole lineage thing? Did he know any of this beforehand? No. Okay, so this is he's finding out, so we won't say anything yes, else. Yes, no, I mean, knows. obviously there's some dilemma as to how much exactly I divulge to people, but I, I just figured that... It, 
at the moment, I don't really know what was going on. Yeah, um, if if he if there was some sort of revelation that was going to happen that meant he suddenly understood everything and his place in the world, then it, it would happen independently of independently of me. And until that point, there would probably going to be people looking for him, and it was in everybody's interest just not to know. Um, however, yeah, well. um, I do have a written out note in um, my belt pouch. Um, and you, you may recall on the boats that I gave my belt pouch to you um, and told you to read it in the event of my death. Um, and so it's all explained in there. Damn it. Why didn't I at least just read it? Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I, I trusted you not to do it. I just, it didn't even, to be fair, Percy, it didn't even cross my mind to read it because. Well, well I was, then I obviously yeah. made the right call. I know. I'm a good guy, really. <laughs> I will, I'll say no more. Around this point, Fine appears out of the tunnel and goes, I see you've solved the problem. I just need to get this sluice shut and then we should have water flowing. Excellent work. No more threats to kill me, I hope, Mr. Wild. Um, no, I don't really care. Either way, just don't report back what you saw here or you'll be fine. Yeah, that won't be too much of a drain. That was a double negative, wasn't it? Don't report back what you've seen here, or you'll be fine. She's already fine. That's her thing. So do repack. No, I was I was going to refer to like uh, a crazy psychotic assassin, but I thought I probably shouldn't give away that she's probably killed <laughs> more people out in Arishar in the last like three days than have died in. Just in case, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to keep her cover. She says, "Well, why don't you contrive some kind of mad." cap explanation for what was going on then that I can give to my superiors while we're on the way back. There was a cave-in. The other people died. It's not that hard. There was a cave-in. Done. Yes, we do still have several dead engineers and troops of the city guard. Oh, I didn't realise that in Arushar you could survive a cave-in nowadays. I don't don't think that's the point, Tristan. They were sent after the water stopped is the problem. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Well, there was two cave-ins. Double cave-in. Double cave-in. A good old-fashioned double cave-in. You're all over the cave-in. You need a bolder explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm back. (laughs) See? We laugh that you're dead. (laughs) Um, I mean, tell them something to do with poison gas. It was, you know... There was that a cave doesn't... in, it released a pocket of poison gas, they <gasps> released it, and then they all got poisoned in a day. It was stink damp! <laughs> stink, damp. Was stink damp, yes. It was stink damp! Stink damp. Right, God of damn, course. Stink damp. Yeah. Drank too much mine water. Nah, fuck it, just tell them, hey, fair, just tell them there's a massive fire demon here. Yeah. It happened. No, it's don't, gone don't now. do that. Don't Just tell do them that. that. Tell them the truth. No, no tell them the truth. No, don't there do that. There was a massive fire demon. Do, Why not? do not Who do cares? that. Don't do that. If I say there was a massive fire demon and you defeated it. Yeah, there we go. There was a massive fire demon and you dealt with it would be both factually accurate yeah. and not give any um, information that they didn't want. Yeah, but also, Fines, remember what does happen if you do that. I'm not saying anything else. Just remember the ramifications of not telling them. The, the true story of Double Cave-In and Stink what, Damp. Why can we not just say there was a big fuck-off fire demon up here? There was a big demon up here. We got rid of it. Done. Um, Truth. Yeah, that will make you sound very it tough. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've taken... We'll have earned our money then. I apologise for keeping people in, in the dark about certain things, but I, I've done that to try and sort of avoid attention being drawn to your presence, Banbury, uh, because I know that there's people out there trying to... Uh, the, seeking like the you and... The, 
The big sort of demon was here before we turned up. It had nothing to do with me specifically. Oh, and so now it's gone. Did it did it say who summoned it then? Nope. Not me. Because I thought it was I thought it would he said it was Lutez. Um, well I don't I think mean, it said that in front of Fine. You're, you're giving Fine <laughs> a lot to forget here, guys. You can hear Fine in the background just like cranking the sluice gate. <laughs> which is not Tech a usual. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to Fine and be like, look. Hey, fine. I appreciate, yeah, I said some stuff in anger, but in all seriousness, there is a lot <laughs> going on at the moment. I've got a lot of things on. I've got a lot on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I said some things. You said some things. <laughs> don't fall in love with her. If you could just, yeah, don't. He's going to lean in for a kiss right at the end. And she'll be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't like steampunk. And she sounds like she's steampunk. Um, look, just... It, it would be really helpful right now if you could take our word for it and just make an excuse that you think they'll believe. And We're going to have to say that excuse know. too, you know. We should probably agree on it. We're not just going to disappear off yeah, the let's, let's all just come up with independent excuses and say them all <laughs> at the same time when the, when the moment arises. Does Fine get the message? Fine has got about five messages now. You've, you've given all kinds of messages. There probably isn't a message what? by this point that you've haven't communicated. Okay. We can distract the populace with a gig. Fine, can I ask a question? Yes, of course. Hang on a second. There's a creak and the sluice gate falls into place. And the water all starts flowing. And you all drown. And the water starts <laughs> rising and flowing into the, uh, right. into the, the tunnel. Now, 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 fine, my question would have been very pertinent Literally the second before you did that, which was have we removed the bodies from down there or are the bodies just going to wash into town? Because what you've just done is washed all those dead bodies into town where their families are going to see them. She says, I had a very valid point. I mean, you I, just I had to wait one second. I, I didn't want to carry them back. You have a very good point, Master Lutz. However, I am a professional. I do have a duty of care to remove dead bodies from the water supply which is what I have done in this case. She's good. We walked for half an hour down to find those bodies. There is no way you individually did that. We've just been up the mountain for 45 minutes at most. Well, you've been a little bit longer than that, but... There is no way you removed not, all those I bodies. Didn't take, I didn't take them in the eye. I just you've put just, them up on the looked. side. We're going to have to send a team up to recover them. I'm going to try uh, and claim some nope. time off so I'm not on that team. Guys, at this point, there's a more pressing matter. We are fine. You're not, you're not going to like this. In the water. We need to smash their heads in with rocks to make it look like a rock fall. <laughs> the biggest, heaviest rock I can. Look her in the eye and be like, I'm sorry you have to see this and just smash it down onto one of their skulls. Like, they're still down in the tunnel and you're not, so you're going to have to hurry off. Don't you just Tristan waddles oh, okay, off I'm, with a massive I'm going to pick up the heaviest boulder I can and just slowly walk into the dark. I'd be like, oh, this is so heavy. Why didn't I get a lighter one? <laughs> There's rocks in there, Tristan. <laughs> nah, he's, he's gone. Let I'm, him go. I'm gone. I'm carrying it now. And I'm, I'm halfway down the tunnel. And I'm like, oh, I'm so weak. Fine says, well, I'm going to have to get these mules back. So I think I'll go round. Um, you could come this way or you could shortcut through the tunnel. That'll get you back a little quicker, I suppose. Yeah, we, yeah so we, we just want to get back. We'll probably to just town get there before yeah. you. So we can I mean, we'll wait for Tristan to do whatever it is he's got to do. Yeah. But, you know. 
you hear a loud smash <laughs> and squelching noise coming in from the tunnel. And it doesn't stop for a good solid two hours. And I pulverize every inch of their burnt bodies. And I come out and I am just head to toe in gore and guts and blood. That's the sort of thing I It's would in do. my face. It's in my mouth. It's under my... Yes, but this is a time of crisis, Enigma, and I've stepped up. <laughs> You've stepped up and over a line. You'd cover them in stab wounds. Yeah, admittedly, it's quicker. And, like, and do, do you know, Tristan, sometimes... I, I forget how deplorable you are. <laughs> this is then, for you. I did this for you. I thought it's what you wanted. Well, now I'm going to have to sit and wash my clothes in the water supply and there's guts dwindling down. No, just leave it on. It will make it look like you were in an epic battle against whatever this thing up here was. Against a rock like fall. A cave troll. That's not going to work. <laughs> if anything, it makes me look guilty of murdering this whole group. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> they travelled up here and were skiving off and I found them and murdered them by smashing their skull with rocks well they won't skive again this is why I wear red <laughs> I'm going to find a little offshoot of water and clean up before we go I think it's probably for the best let's get back to Avishar come on we've got more important business than this unless you want to have any long travelling scenes you will find yourselves back at Avishar interesting oh. you should say that Ben <laughs> um, I've got all the time in the world you certainly have I decided to go back the entire way doing a funny walk. <laughs> you did the brutal killing people. I'm going to do some bard things because that's what bards do. I'm not a physical comedy bard. I'm a bard. Look at me. I walk funny. Look at me. I'm wiggling my arms because I'm like a bard. <laughs> well, I know it's a pretty good impression of a bard. I'm well bard. Yeah, I mean, mm. she's got me down to a T, to be fair, and, and I'm very conscious T. of my wiggly arms now. <laughs> but it's like, it, it is just like him. I know, right? The, the T stands for trembling. <laughs> T stands for twisty weird arms. My knee's going to kill me by the time we get back. You get back to Arashar, and it's same as it was out. It's a couple of days. It's a physiotherapist. So we can legitimately, since you landed, Tristan, we can knock a week off your calendar. Oh, <laughs> Christ's sake, let me just bring up the death clock. Ben, I'm assuming the water hits the town before we significantly before we do. The water does hit the town before you. As as you'll see on the map, <gasps> there are now water courses where previously they were dry. Oh yeah, like magic. Yeah. And so yes, the waters are running and people seem quite happy. Are we welcomed like heroes? We should be welcomed like heroes, wet heroes. Wet, gore-covered heroes. Can I say we agreed that we're up to five weeks of death clock, this makes it six weeks. That sounds good. So you report back to the Provincia, mm -hmm. and he's seen the work you've done. You agree a report with Fine. Is it the Rockfall? Yes. Well, the evidence is there. It better be. The Rockfall plus stink damp yeah. followed by a second Rockfall. Yeah. There's a lot of rock falls, actually. <laughs> and then wolves! Wolves chewed up all the bodies. <laughs> and then someone came through with a magic boulder and smashed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would explain think, the bite marks that I've got I think on uh, Bambri's tattoo kicks in and he tries to tell the truth, but everyone just assumes that because he's a kid, he's talking <laughs> shit. And uh, Percy just kind of like covers his mouth and pushes him like behind them all. Yeah. And everyone ignores him. Nice. So he agrees that the city will equip your ship. Hooray! Thank you. So you are all good to go.
And the demon says, Play the best song in the world. <laughs> or I'll eat your soul. So you, I, again, I don't really know how much of this I know I see and having well, listened back to your conversation I would try, try to stick to what you know I see is going to make yeah. it so it's, it's going to make the best. world flow a little better yeah. you. so <laughs> you tell me when I don't know what I'm talking about so oh god you no. um, this is going to be quite difficult if I've got an OC police for your question <laughs> yeah I really wish I hadn't done this husky voice which is very hard to maintain uh, Bamboo's going to um, pull out of his pocket a so, suite and he's going to hand it to Trevor Oh, right. there we so go, mate. That's, that's right. much better. <laughs> yeah. I've been at I've been um, at sea for like so a it month. Says, <clears throat> My fisherman's friends, they are the best. <laughs> that's like the end of season two cliffhanger information sort of level. Well, either way. I don't think season two's ever gonna end. <laughs> no, we're never getting him out of him. Should no, have ended ben on the really, boat. He really doesn't want this to end, does he? <laughs> No matter how many times we say this is a good point for it to end, he just goes, nope, hold out. The ending's going to be better. It's yeah, better. I've yeah. talked off the ending, basically, yeah. now. It's got pretty high. Oh, yeah. 